Hello, podcast listeners. This is Eric Anderson, host of YXE Underground. It is Thursday, October 1st, uh, about 20 minutes after 5 o'clock, and I am in uh, Julia Holiday Scott's brand new office. Um, we are at uh, Prairie Harm Reduction. Um, when you last heard Julia, it was uh, last season, and uh, she she was talking about someday, someday uh, a safe injection site would open in Saskatoon. And today's that day. How are you feeling? <laughs> Elated? Tired? <laughs> I mean, it's it feels really surreal, a lot of the staff are talking about that. It simultaneously feels like I can't believe that it's finally here, and I also can't believe it took so long. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to ask you about the build-up in a bit, but um, take me through the day. Like, what, what was the day like today? It started early. We came here to test out. We have a brand new database that we set up. So we came in, made sure everything was running. Uh, we made sure that all the booths were there. We double-checked the medical supplies. And then we kind of ran through the kind of safety procedures with the staff. And then we opened up to the public at 10 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. So when, when you opened up, what, what, what happened? <laughs> right off the bat, I think that everyone was really excited for like to get the person right at 10 o'clock and, <laughs> and it, that did not happen. So we were, um, we, nothing happened right away, but it was kind of a, a I think that the, some of the folks were really hesitant to come inside. And that was partially because we had a ton of media today outside in the front and like cameras or people are a bit gun shy with that. But also um, the folks that come into the site are really used to being penalized and, and kind of shoot away when they use. So the fact that we were doing the opposite, trying to encourage them to come into the space, there was a lot of kind of wariness and saying like, are you sure I can come inside? And then what are you going to do in there? Like, why, why, why would I come in? You know, not really understanding the process. It's just so new here. Wow. So um, did it, uh, did you get more people like throughout the day once you sort of... I don't know if coaxed is the right word, but yeah. is it? Yeah. I would say so. Like the people that we came, I actually, we had the best success when like I went out back and just like the, told the people like you can come inside and explained it to them. Uh, and then as they told their like friends, like word will spread quickly in this community, but we definitely saw like an uptake throughout the day. Wow. Um, what, what, what did that feel like when you, when you, when you saw people coming in and using, cause I remember you, you toured the space to, to Janelle and I last year. Um, and it was still sort of under construction and stuff like that. Um, and now it's, it's news. What, what was that like for you? It felt amazing. I mean, I don't know if anyone saw in the paper a couple months ago, we had an overdose in the, behind our building. And I, that, that was a moment that really struck me because I thought we have this facility, like literally between two doors separation, this person could be inside and safe and like around medical supplies and like people who can actually met, like medicate and help the situation. So honestly, it felt kind of full circle in that situation of going out back to like where those events happen and saying, no, come inside, let us help you. Let us connect you with services. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, can can you take me back like the, just like the last few months because it's been it's been a it's been a heck of a journey to get to get to this day um, like what I know you didn't get the funding I'm, I'm wondering if you could just um, explain to listeners what happened with the funding but then the efforts that you've gone to 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 get the fun to get some funding yeah well we didn't get the funding um and honestly the the funding announcement happened right at this pandemic hit like in march right um so instantly we we actually kind of pivoted the agency pivoted to to focus on covid response so we were heavily involved in the covid response we were like leading the sheltering groups the harm reduction groups the hubs the hotels all of these things because we know that our clientele would have no access to supports if because they don't have phones or internet so we had to do something so in the meantime of doing that, we focused on like, we need to raise this money. We know that the community still needs this, especially in this pandemic, especially with the, you know, overdose epidemic that followed. So we, uh, well, Jason and a bunch of folks kind of like designed a line of merchandise and like we reached out to public artists and we had a huge, huge, like no one could anticipate how fast we sold out of those things. Um, and we raised more money than we thought we would. So, 
Yeah. Wow. I, I have two t-shirts at home Yay, from the sale. Yeah, you. they're lovely. Um, so then where, where did, where did all that money go to? It, it goes directly into the site. So it went to hiring our paramedic, um, Sue, who's on staff and, uh, also to like buying medical supplies. And then we are saving some cause we want to be able to hire more staff. We want to be able to like extend the hours. Currently we're only running from 10 to four, which, and Monday to Friday, because we only have one medical personnel. So we would love to be able to extend it, especially because we know really when people need um, more support is in the evening when other supports are shut down. Okay. What, what was it like to see the the community just just rally, just like really rally and and, and come to your um, come to your support? Yeah, it was it was humbling. I think I I really loved the support that we saw. I, we always knew that that people supported the idea. Like we had some friends that we knew about. I just think that we had a lot more support and more friends than I anticipated. You know, um, and people just kind of out like on their social media saying this is something we believe in and sharing it and trying to like spread the message was incredible because that's how a culture changes. It's not us like forcing the message. It's it's the community buying into the idea that people don't deserve to die. Yeah. Um, how, how do you then, uh, keep today's momentum going to tomorrow and into the days of most, or, or is, is today just one of those days where you're like, I'm just going to exhale now. And <laughs> yeah, I'm going to exhale. I think it's a start is what we can say. Like, yeah. we know, we knew that we had to do something. It's not perfect. So the, the momentum is ultimately that we need more services. We need to like have longer hours. We need more medical staff. We need core funding. <laughs> we want to be able to keep this going without us having to like come up with amazing t-shirt designs. So that's the momentum, you know? Uh, and I think that that's going to keep going until, you know, we have multiple safe consumption sites in Saskatchewan and across Canada because, like, that's the model that we're all moving toward. Do you feel, um, like, it invigorated by what's happened in the last couple of months and then with the opening today? Like, do you, because I, I remember speaking with you in, in December and, and obviously, like, you're, you're extremely passionate, but I know, like, it had been a lot of work for you guys just to get to that point, but, like, do you feel sort of, like, like, you know, second wind or like re-inspired to, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, I, I definitely do. I think that the moment though that I felt really inspired was when I, and I know this sounds almost counterproductive, but when we got the word that we didn't get the funding and then we kind of as a team, the management team was like, well, we're doing this anyway. Like, you know, come hell or high water, we're going to fundraise this. We're going to reach out to people. We're going to see if people will come and volunteer. Like whatever we need to do, this is going to happen. And the fact that like that passion didn't die when we didn't get the funding was what reinvigorated it for me. That everyone still rallied around the idea when it was hard and said like, no, this is more important than ever. Like no matter what we're doing it, that was that moment. I, I, I just love your passion. Um, before before I go, because you're very generous with your time, I, I do have to ask. Um, like you're you're doing like you're you're getting sleep, you're eating, you're doing all that because I because I know like you work extremely hard and with with some very challenging like in challenging situations. So how are you doing, Julia? I'm actually doing really well. I think that like gearing up for the site opening once we realize that we're like we're gonna fundraise it, what have you. We've always had a really big focus on mental health in the agency, but that went into high gear. Like with the pandemic and with the site opening, we really, really hammered it into everyone, including myself. <laughs> Where it's like do those simple things, right? Drink your water, get your sleep, what have you. So I'm feeling honestly more kind of like what did you say, invigorated with this work than I have in a long time. Awesome. Yeah. It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure speaking with you, and and congratulations on today. And I and I can't wait to see what happens in the in the weeks, the months uh, to come. You're you're doing such important work. So thank you. Thank you.